them weapons. Whatever time of the day it is, you happen to be listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express Triple Digit Episodes. With me, as always, is Phil Nickel. It's episode 2, 102, so I do have a masturbation story. Nice. <laughs> Tradition. Of course. Tradition. Every, every, oh two, every two episode, every 02 episode, 2 or 02, we have to tell a masturbation story. Nice. Nice. I've deduced that. I, I can I can go along with that. Yeah, I think it's a you know, I it's think, a good tradition. I don't think that oversaturates. Do we still have to drink when either episode or reference? <laughs> episode one oh two drink. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like it. Oh, oh baby. Email us. Yeah. Pineapple nipple arsehole. We did get a couple of emails this week. Oh, are we gonna talk about them? We are. Sweet. Pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail dot com or PNA Podcast Express at gmail dot com. Your choice. Whichever is easier for you to remember. If you're into pineapples, nipples, and arseholes, who isn't? Then you—that's where you go. It's just it, un-American if you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially after Little Nicky. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not the small one. I mean, I know it's Hitler, and I know it's all weird. But if that scene doesn't just make you twitch a little bit, do a little squeamish. Yeah, a little squeam. Then there's something wrong with you. You're dead. Well, yeah. So, so what's we, going on with you? You know, <laughs> I, uh, uh, my life is falling apart, like always. Uh, I had a gear grind, but I forgot it already. Couldn't have been that bad. It was pretty bad. Was it? Yeah, I'm like, you know what grinds my gears? <laughs> you know, uh, you kind of feel like the old man out on the porch shaking, with the stick. Yeah, just like, get off my lawn! You got a gear grind. My, you see, these kids with their podcasts and their iPhones and their Zimas and hula hoops. They're Spotify. <laughs> They're Spotify out there. So the numbers have been looking good for the podcast, though. They I'm, have. They, they have. need to like, go up more, though, because I'd like to make this my job because I am not digging my day job right now. Well, this is going to go. This is a plea out there to those. Um. The Steve Gutenberg Fund is not looking good. Mm-mm. But have you ever listened to a podcast? Well, I'm sure you have. But have you ever listened to this podcast hosted by two millionaires? So if oh. people will send us money, we are that much closer to that goal. I see what you've got. And then you can... And pretty yes. soon we can be like, you're listening to the PNA Podcast Express hosted by millionaires. Hosted by millionaires. Hosted by millionaires. Yeah. Fuck. Brought to you by the letter M for money. <laughs> Brought to you by the letter F for fuck off. <coughs> uh, what was the... You know, I, I'm my mind's a little shook because I got the old... Uh, I was leaving work today and I got the old text from my ex-wife. When you have... Are you out of work soon? Because I need to talk to you. It's important. And I'm always oh. like, oh. Oh. That, I mean, that, oh. can that ever be good news? I'm like, what the fuck did I do wrong now? But thankfully, we've been divorced for over six years, so it's no longer about what I did wrong. Now it's generally about the, what the kids have done wrong, and that's that's it. My daughter's having some some issues. I mean, she's turning 11 soon and becoming a young woman, and she's a lot like me. 
Oh, so, her and my ex-wife don't really get along. Yeah. So that was fun. So I had to sort through that, and that was 35 minutes of being on the phone, and then, of course, having to talk to my daughter, because we had to make sure we were on the same page, my ex-wife and I, and then I had to have a talk with my daughter to reiterate that we feel the same way. She wasn't very receptive, of course. It was like, it's like kind of talking right now on the microphone to no one in particular. Like, I'm, good thing I'm well-versed in just talking. Yes. So. A lot of silence on the other end oh, of the phone, yeah. was Yes, there? yes. I, you know... I don't envy you having a daughter. Oh. Me with two boys. This is my theory. I, I've told this to all my friends that have uh, that have children who are females. Yeah, I tell them, you know, I have to worry about two penises. You have to worry about all of them. That's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. So my ears just had this really intense ringing, and I thought they were my headphones, and I took them off, and it was my actual ears. Nice. So that's weird. I've never had a ring that big in my head. There it is again. Am I dying? Uh, you don't look dying. Mm, that's too bad. So, I what was my gear grind? Damn it. Well, you had a story, you said. Yeah, I do have a story. For episode 102 drink. For 102 drink, yeah. Mm. Some dude fucking passed me the other day on my way to work, and then, like, he cut me off. I maintained speed. I was using my cruise control, as a matter of fact, so I didn't change speed. And he flipped me off because he thought that I, like, sped up, apparently. So I could go into... I could fill this entire episode And I yelled, with a suck, suck my Jack Johnson. I had to go down to Rochester the other day. Ooh. Yeah, which was just full of assholes. <laughs> just a whole... Whole dearth of assholes. You know, you go to Rochester and it, people doesn't mean that, by the way. People up here that drive poorly, you yeah. get upset with them, right? But it's a whole new level of upset when they're in like a Ferrari. <laughs> You're a rich asshole. Yeah. You know, up here it's like hey, you fucking loser, you don't know how to drive. Down there it's like you really well off piece of shit. You're a really nice car. Can I drive it? <laughs> Can you let me drive it. Will you let me drive it? Can I get behind the wheel of that? Do you have any any karate kicks to the crotch? I have one, and it's just work in general. I just... Oh, my boss even said today, he's like, we got a lot of work to do for this project to be finished in two months. And I'm like, I know, because I'm talking to people, and they're like, yeah, when we did this last time or something similar, because we're moving a bunch of equipment to a facility down in Mexico. I'm like, oh, yeah, last time we, we had the people in here from the Mexico facility to train for like six months, and... I'm like, uh, we're going to have him here for like a week? <laughs> That'll be well, good. That'll be good. I had, uh, I had some parts that were looked like they were going to be on back order, so we went ahead and ordered them. Yes. And I'm really not ready for them to come in at work because I just don't have the time to deal with I don't want to have to do the work, right? <clears throat> Absolutely. So, I mean, I have like all these different projects going on. Oh, yeah, baby. And... Uh, I get an email today. I was, I didn't work today, but I, I still follow my emails. And you we'll know. get you overachiever when yeah. I leave that place. You know what? Ah, man. Yeah, yeah, but I actually give a shit. I know. <laughs> I know. But I, I'm like, I get an email today. <laughs> Good old CeeLo. A little CeeLo green break. Hell yeah. I love CeeLo Green so much. 
That's queued up on my. I don't know why that was queued up because I must have been having a rough day. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> one man prepares a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because he can't do shit. <laughs> so, I got all this stuff coming in, and I get an email today that says, "Hey, should have tracking on your shipment by the end of the week." I'm like, "Fuck!" Oh, because it was balls. looking like first of the year. Well, maybe you'll get FedEx to like fuck it up like <clears throat> they always do. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm like, it's been sitting in Saginaw for three weeks now. It's sitting off the port of San Francisco. Here, you you see its location. It's uh, three miles off the port of San Francisco, just just in the middle of the ocean. So I, I got to ask you. Go on. Um, were you waiting this weekend for the Let's Go Brandon chance? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere, everything. Yeah. That is one of the funniest clips ever. It's one of the most ridiculous things like I mean, it's it's very very distasteful. <laughs> it is. I mean, As a country, we're distasteful well, anymore, yeah. though. But like, wow, wow! <laughs> oh, listen to that. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, meanwhile, I don't think that's what they're saying. I actually interpreted differently. I yeah. thought it was "fuck the lions." <laughs> yeah, fuck the lions. By the way, that's the way I like to they, hear it. Once again, they found a way to rip my heart out through my asshole. Oh, what a bunch of dicks! Oh, Jesus Christ! And that might have been my gear grind. I think it had something to do with that. Just oh. I'm tired of this fucking shit. You mean two weeks in a row of thinking? All right, he's going to get his first win. It's going to be exciting. And you know what? I give Dan Campbell all the props in the world for making the fucking call to go for the two-point conversion. I'm like, you know what? This guy's got fucking Jupiter-sized fucking balls. And then they got it, and that- I was just so excited. Then I looked at the clock, and there was like 33 seconds left, and I'm like, oh. He's either got Jupiter-sized balls or, or he already just don't give a fuck. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I find myself sitting here, and I just don't give a fuck. I just don't give a fuck. God damn it. Now I want to remember. You know, my brain, I was so prepared for this. I should have taken notes. I knew I should have taken notes. God damn it. Sorry oh, to the listeners. Shit! I should have taken notes. I had a great gear grind. Fuck. Damn it. It'll come to you. It was really fucking stuck in my craw, too. Your, your brain's not that big for it to get lost for too no, long. No, you're right. It's not <laughs> rattling around. very. There's not a whole lot of real estate up there. Like oh well uh, yeah yep right back to where I was there we go yeah, let's run some laps so what else it's I feel like it's been forever since we've recorded because our well, last recording session was Saturday last not the past Saturday but the Saturday before that correct. And we haven't sat down here on a Monday night. We're at the old STD Silver Tavern Deckerville here, by the way, too. And uh, yeah, thanks for having us, drinking, uh, drinking some PBR, and uh, having a good time. We're in a normal spot. We're a little further south than we normally are, though. It's throwing yeah. me off a little bit. Yeah, it's really throwing. I me know off. what you mean. We're a little too close to the pool table. Yeah. Luckily, Ooh. there's no one playing pool, so mm. we're not them in balls. danger. Smacking them balls around. Smacking the ball. No, we're not in any danger or anything. So, you know, we got that going for us. I did a football game with Eddie on Friday night. It was all right. I was back in Peck. My suspension's over. Nice. They allow me in Peck for the first time. In, well, I got a 20-year suspension initially. 
back in 1998, back in 1998, I, my girlfriend went to their homecoming dance with one of her friends who went to, to Peck High School. And one of the dudes, I was upset already. Like, why is my girlfriend going to another school's fucking homecoming dance? Like, nothing good will come of this. So sure enough, like some dude like tried to fucking force himself upon her and and like kiss her and everything. So I happened to show up and I heard all about it and I kind of beat his ass and I was using a locker to like I jammed his head inside the locker and I was slamming the door on his fucking head. I got banned. I got banned from Peck High School for twenty years. (laughs) (laughs) So. It's now been 23 years since that. Right, so this is my triumphant return, because Eddie's like, you've never done a game in Peck? I'm like, no. I've only done one. Yeah. Well, I did a couple basketball games there. And I had a headache the whole time, so it was tough. I wasn't my normal whatever self. I had that headache right in the front here, like that sinus one that yeah. just will fuck with you. That Peck headache. Yeah, that Peck headache. Oh, God damn it. I had a bad experience. So, was it everything you thought it would be? Oh, it was more. Oh, it was glorious because Kingston just dominated. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was. It was good. I, you know, I appreciated doing a game with Eddie because truly, like, Eddie's good at what he does. Oh, he is. But he's also comically ridiculous because he's trying to do everything while he's up there. And me, I'm just I'm doing my I track you know I track my drives with my notes, and I keep stats. But I also. I also focus, hyper-focus on the game. Yeah, because when you go with Eddie, he's like, all right, make this a three-commercial break because i got to sell 14 bags of popcorn to meet my quota. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, that's the kind of shit you get with Eddie when you go out with him. And, you know, so I always try to, like, when I produce, even when Mikey produces, like, we'll, we'll cut, you know, the score and the promo and be like, well, you're listening to something, we'll be right back. And you look at the commercial length, and you don't play a one-minute commercial when you're already 15 seconds into the fucking timeout. Right. You play a 35-second commercial. That way you can come back to the action. Well, then, like, in about once or twice a game, like, the commercial will overplay and the action will start. And then you just got to play catch-up. That's the beauty of radio. The fucking people right. at home don't know. They have no clue. They have no clue. But it's still nice to kind of do it in real time and get the feel for it. But so many times, Eddie was just like, eh. one time we were into the second play after a fucking timeout, and I'm just like, well... Back we are, and what you missed while you were gone. <laughs> the people are like, I was gone? Especially all those Alzheimer's patients. Like, where the fuck was I? Where am I now? <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? Why is it third down already? <laughs> when I no, thought it was first and ten. I've had the same thing with him. When we first started, <laughs> yeah. he was real bad at, uh, we'll call it clock management. Right. Like, he'd, pay, he'd play, there'd be a touchdown. Yeah. Which is generally a pretty quick turnover to get like back you, to gameplay. You can play a 30-second commercial, but that's about it. Yeah, he'd play one that was like a minute 15 because yeah. he's trying to make an impression because we were new. and uh. So he plays a min- minute 15, and he's writing down on a piece of paper. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, i got to call these plays. And then it's like, and a run up the middle, number 42. And they line up, snap the ball, and pass play off to the left side, incomplete. So... And, you know, he, like, crams in two plays. Well, there was a kickoff and then a run up the middle. (laughs) And then they're lining up for a pass play. And it's like, holy shit, this is – I actually told him, like, this is, like, the greatest hurry-up offense I've ever seen. And he's just – it totally threw him off. (laughs) He's like, "Uh, uh, yeah. And it's okay, like – and you'll find – and I think this happens – this very much happens at any level of the sport, at any level of commentators – 
if the game is close and it's exciting, like you're into it and you focus. Oh, yeah. so, but if it's a blowout, you're just you're, near the end. You're just like, ah, nobody gives a fuck anyway. Your score here, forty-eight to nothing. <laughs> you know? So when we used to, uh, we used to call games. Mickey Strickler and I. <laughs> I love Mickey. We did my very first game I ever called high school football with Mickey. We we would go out and like if it was a blowout, we'd be calling off friends' names and <laughs> yeah. stuff, you know. And uh, send a, send a text out. Hey hey, listen to the game for a minute. Smiggy McGee with a run up the middle. <laughs> so we we. Bob Beagle would always listen to us, so we'd always Bob Beagle would always get a tackle at some point in the game. <laughs> Sometimes for both teams. <laughs> well, he played for both teams, I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> Indicated by him swinging both ways, I guess. But yeah, we, oh, and, and we both just randomly call it out. Uh, number forty-seven, Tim Johnson on the tackle, along with Bob Beagle in on the play. He came out of nowhere. Yeah, he <laughs> super fast. I think he got. Uh, Crossed a couple counties to get to that one. <laughs> Broke the space-time continuum on that one. So yeah, we always had fun with that. I just, I try to be serious. I actually, maybe I'm a fool because I think that yes, <laughs> yes, because I actually think that doing that or doing this will take me somewhere. So <laughs> I guess I'm the idiot here. Your singer's telepathic powers, Aquaman summons a can of sardines. <laughs> this is going to make a great sandwich, Batman. Yes. Oh, man, what was that gear grind? Oh, you're still stuck on that, huh? It's fucking Columbus Day, by the way. He Indigenous People Day. He discovered the new world. Indigenous People yes, Day. Yes, sorry, it's no longer Columbus Day, it's Indigenous People Day. What do you guys do for Columbus Day? We work. But the guy discovered the new world. Oh, we work for the new world. Unless unless you work for the post office, or I, were banks open today? Our banks always were, because yeah. we couldn't get our banks on the same page. Like, I always had to work holidays, because... Except for the real big ones, but like when there was something like, like Martin this, Luther King Jr. Day, there'd be like two branches that decide to stay open. Yeah, and I'd have to work. You're like, what the fuck? And it's like, do I at least get like time and a half? You know, a little mm. something for the trouble? No, nope. You are mistaken. The only thing that slip separates you and needing an Emancipation Proclamation is we pay you. That's right. <laughs> emancipation <laughs> Proclamation. Wow! Yeah. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> well, besides that, President Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> <laughs> Gave me a headache. <laughs> Still ringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. I don't know. I've I've been trying to write comedy, but I've found that I'm just not funny. Yeah, that hinders us all. <laughs> I just, you know... I came to the sad realization that my life is going nowhere fast. Ah, it's rough. Well, mine, if it makes you feel better, mine is going nowhere quickly. Right? Yeah, I'm on the rocket ship to nowhere. <laughs> I'm on the highway to hell. What is that gear grind? And it's grinding my gears that I can't remember what was grinding my gears. So I, I passed by Taco Bell today, oh. this morning. I, I had to go to the hospital and get a bunch of tests done and, and stuff. And it wasn't because of Taco Bell. No. Well, maybe no. it was. I don't know. So on the way home, I, I said to Mary, I'm like, oh, we should swing through Taco Bell. 
And as we're pulling up, I see a skinny guy in a Taco Bell apron. I'm like, forget about no. it. No. 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 Nope. 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 Uh-uh. Nope. Not going to happen. <laughs> we pass that shit on by. You're like, oh, hell no. Yeah. I'll, ain't going to happen today. We only want fat people making our Taco Bell. Yeah. And we want chicks that give us free bacon at Subway. <laughs> I can't believe, I told somebody, somebody asked me about that. They're like, is that story true? I'm like, would I tell it if it wasn't? <laughs> and then they looked at me like, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have I not, uh, have I not proven myself as a uh, credible uh, source when it comes to such stories? I think you have. <laughs> so then I was getting a handy by the dumpster. <laughs> You know what makes for a great handy is pastrami. That's right. The peppercorns make all the difference. Yeah. It's exfoliating. (laughs) And then my junk smells like pastrami for the rest of the day. It smells peppered. (laughs) Every time I take a leak, it reminds me of going to a deli. What's that musk you're wearing? Pastrami. (laughs) Oh, man. This hour brought to you by Udi Pastrami. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. When you want to smell your deli, delicious self. <laughs> and that's how I got the nickname Deli Dick. <laughs> What's up there, Deli Dick? <laughs> uh, for any listeners, if your nickname's Deli Dick, email us. We want to know about it. Emails. I'm glad you brought that oh, up. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So, <laughs> you will remember during the uh, 100th episode. Oh, boy. That Cookie yeah. was harassing a friend of his. Yes. Um, that was supposed to be at the, episode, the event, right? Yes, but quote unquote, his balls are in his girlfriend's purse. Oh, I remember that very well now. So. We received an email. <laughs> this is Cookie's buddy, the dear, one who has his balls in the girlfriend's purse pocket. Dear Penthouse Forum. But my name is Matt, but you can call me T-Bone. T-Bone! 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 Um, I just want to say you guys do a great show. Very hilarious and entertaining BS. Uh, hope soon we can get up there and meet you guys. When is the next podcast? So, pretty straightforward email, right? That's very straightforward. Now, the next one from very him, succinct. though. Yes. I also wanted to throw out there that Cookie's man crush is Justin Timberlake. JT! LOL. Oh, shit! Cookie! <laughs> so, uh... Oh, man, you just... Did you did you get the license plate of that bus? The one that he's under? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> His man crush. <laughs> so, Cookie, this one's for you. Just a little JP for you, Cookie. <laughs> I hope he dances to this the next time he comes out. <laughs> oh, no. Off my home. 
We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I think Cookie might be in this video. So, Cookie, I hope you're enjoying the hell out of this when you hear it, because uh, we've never had JT on the show before. But, Justin Timberlake, if you would like to... It's on my mind. A gift for your special to take off the top. Take a look inside. It's my dick in a box. It's in a box. Not gonna get you a diamond ring. That sort of gift don't mean anything. Not gonna get you a fancy car. How much of this can we play before the copyright kick in? Not gonna get that much. Okay. See. That's how I started to like JT as soon as he did Dick in a Box. I'm like, I'm well, there. me too. <laughs> like his whole Saturday Night Live thing was that great. That's how we knew he didn't take him. I thought he was like this serious motherfucking asshole. Yeah. But, but like, no. I'm in a boy band, you see? That, and dear God, The Love Guru is a terrible movie. Yes, it is. But he is great in that. He is good in that, yes. <laughs> That's funny. Watch oh, my Dick in a Box. <laughs> he is really good at The Love Guru. <laughs> yes, that is correct. So, 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 Cookie, what say you? We need your retort. Is it truly JT or Man Crush? I I believe that he is. I Somehow I can picture that. I don't think it could be any other way, right? You were my boss when I couldn't speak. Yeah, but that's not the spot that that's, I wanted. That's, I don't know what's going on here. What's bad, bad producing is what's going on. <laughs> that is some terrible producing. I can change it. Yep, yep, that's useless to me. So I need suggestions of what I should do with my life when I grow up. So send us emails if you have any ideas. Yes, please do. Please do. I have, as, as Adam likes to say, I have no discernible skills, so good luck, kids. I'm trying to figure out what I, what I should do when I grow up. <sighs> um, well, I don't think that'll ever happen. <laughs> grow up? All no. right. <sighs> what should I do as I get grow old? Is that a better way to put it? Probably. I'd buy curtains for your bathroom so your neighbors don't have to watch you masturbate. <clears throat> That's true. The other day I was listening to a, a, quite a Randy video and the volume was up high and I look over and the window was wide open too. So not only did they get a stunning visual, they had audio to go along with it. I'm sure they were excited. Probably. Or maybe not at all. <laughs> like, the raccoons are back! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit! God, what was that gear grind? I just, I'm, you know, I've had a terrible last couple weeks, and I don't know why. It's, it's in my own head, I understand that. It is, it is. Like, life just isn't glorious right now. Is this mother lover? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a great. It's good. Is this with Susan Sarandon and who's the other one in it? Um, shit. Yeah. 
Is it Jodie Foster? No. No. Oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, such good stuff. <laughs> right? Such good stuff. That's always fun. Everybody's it is. Have, a good time was had by all. Especially Susan Sarandon and the other lady we can't think of. Boom. And then, of course, uh, what's the other one? The uh, It's not gay if it's in a three-way? Yeah. <laughs> Susan Sarandon and Patricia Clarkson. Ah. I love it because she's like... Lady Gaga's in the. It's not gay. It's, you guys are still here. She's eating a bowl of cereal. And <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, oh, that's the spot. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you guys are still here. <laughs> so good. You know, from a Lonely Island standpoint, though, too the uh, the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh God, that's so good. Michael I, Bolton. I, I never is. knew Michael Bolton was such a cinephile. <laughs> you complete me. Nope. <laughs> I love it. I just nope. watched. I just watched Pirates of the Caribbean. Have you seen those movies? They're great. I've come up with a real big, sexy hook. Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys are gonna love it. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Holy Island. I, uh, I wish I could be half as funny, tenth as funny as those guys. We are sometimes. We have our, well, you have your moments. I'm still shit. I might have to go. There's a lot of disconnected dots from the event on Saturday. I might have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, you should. There was, uh, I, by my count, by my count, and this is unofficial. These are unofficial stats. We had the PNA shot for the the thing. Oh, and I think I must have done at least a dozen of those. Yeah, I would say so. That's the problem right there, folks. That, that'll do it. That, well, for those of you keeping track at home, for those of you scoring at home, the PNA shot stands for partial amnesia. Uh, and I never recovered it. Like, my brain is fucked. Like, I've been... <laughs> dude, I've been trying uh, to focus lately, and it's gone horribly. Like, even my boss at work's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? you know, I'm like, uh, I drank myself stupid, finally. <laughs> Now I can be happy. Hey, you guys. I'm dumb. Oh, boy. I'm not self-aware. So the karaoke afterwards went, went over well. Do tell. You don't remember. No, I don't. Well, I remember singing Journey with you. Don't stop believing. Yeah, and we also did Suspicious Minds. We can which go on was together. actually really good. With suspicious minds. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I kind of played like a Tom Jones role in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sexy, sultry. Yeah. At least he didn't Fat. pick. At least he didn't pick a Liberace role. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Wait a minute! I've never seen so many sequins. You know, when I uh, when I play, I just like to tickle the ivories. <laughs> That's not all I like to tickle. Uh, God, I'm fat. I'm fat. I've seen pictures, and Sarah just sent a snap of me sitting here, and I'm like, holy fuck, who's that fat? Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> who's that fat guy doing a podcast in the bar? 
Oh, that's us. I need to lose weight. How do you do that? Probably should move around a little more, right? Is that something? That's a thing, right? We need to get one of those pedal bars to do the podcast on. Thank you. Sarah bringing us more pitchers of beer probably isn't going to help. Nope, but we're, we're drinking PBR. Don't tell all the other bartenders, but Sarah's my favorite. The cat's out of the bag now. Oh shit! So this is a this is for all you people that don't that work here that don't listen to the podcast. Oh yeah, fuck all y'all. Fuck y'all. Linden. All y'all. If y'all don't like me, blow me. Lyndon ain't listening. No. Meatloaf, Lyndon! Meatloaf! <laughs> he loves to say that to everybody. He's like, I always know when you guys need a beer because I hear you yell meatloaf. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad we have a language. We yes. have common ground. Well, we uh, never we never want for beer. No. No, we don't. So we, we have that going for us. I mean, my glass is still... Yours is half full. Mine's three quarters. Yeah. And Sarah's on it, getting us a, a fresh a fresh flag of PBR. And it's not, like, half full either. No. She's doing well. Did we get any other emails? Um, we've gotten some communication about the... Uh, the Mad Dog episode we did. Thank you. I just uh, said you're my favorite bartender that works here. Yeah? Anything good? I had a lady today at work. She's, uh, she's like, hey. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Whenever anybody says, hey, when you're walking through the production floor, it's usually like, this is all fucked up and blah, 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 blah. She's like, was that you at, at Mark's funeral? I'm like... Yeah, yeah, it was. She's like, oh, and so-and-so is you know, my husband, and he's like Mark's cousin or something like that. I'm like, well, uh, yeah. So yeah, you know, I've been friends, you know, known Mark since high school, so. And that was pretty much the conversation. Then it just tailed off abruptly, and I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I love being, my favorite part is when you get old, you can just be socially awkward, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to analyze every single interaction with people, like, like, ooh, like, you know, and they're like, hey, uh, thanks, and have a good day. And you're like, hey, you too. And you're like, wait a minute. I don't give a fuck how their day's going to go. But then you decided that it's just the right thing to do. Sometimes I will end a conversation with, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And people go, oh, for what? I'll go, for making your day a little better through That's, conversation. I just dropped some knowledge on you. Yeah. So you're welcome. So you're welcome. Then they understand. They're usually like, oh, yeah, thank you very much. (laughs) They're like, I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. It's like Michael Jackson used to say. You know, Michael, how do you bag women? He'd be like, well, I just go up to women and I ask them, do you want to jump my bones? Nine times out of ten I get slapped, but that tenth time, it's magic. But that tenth time, it's magic. (laughs) Game blouses. (laughs) You said Michael Jackson, not Prince, though, but... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Murphy! <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch! Unity! Charlie uh, Murphy! Did watch the new Dave Chappelle, Chappelle... Darkness! ...the other night. Yeah, I've heard a little scuttlebutt about it. I haven't seen it yet, so... Kind of crazy. What is... Does he take some political viewpoints? Or oh, oh, he, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Meh. He is not a fan of the transgender community. He finally came out because remember he tiptoed around it the last special he did. He apologized and everything. He doesn't tiptoe around it. He does talk about like friends of his that are transgender, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But no, go ahead. You know he's got some he's got some solid stories about friends of his that are transgender. But he's like, you know, 
everybody who's upset thinks I give a shit. That's right. <laughs> you know, and y'all can kiss my black ass. You know, he lives in a, in a town of thirty eight hundred people in Ohio. Yeah, because he said he likes fat, redneck, dirty feet women. <laughs> Is he single? I don't think so. I think he's married though, isn't he? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> y'all can kiss my black ass. But you know, it, it, pretty good special. I'll have to check it out. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, for oh, now. I'll have to get till till they remove it. They've already threatened to remove it. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't say anything See, wrong. Dave Chappelle has gotten to the point in his life where he just, as you said, aptly doesn't give a fuck. No, I would not either. That dude is probably one of the easily one of the funniest people on the planet. Yeah, and. He's already paid his dues. I mean, he's given us so many gifts and we're unappreciative that he can go on stage and we live in a country where you can say whatever the fuck you want. Chappelle's show was one of the funniest shows ever. I I think it has to go down as one of the, as as far as sketch comedies, one of the easily the the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. Of sketch comedies. When you look at the entire body of work, you know, yeah, there were years that Saturday Night Live was decent, but it's overstated. It's welcome. It's so horrible now. But you also have to look at Chappelle's, though. It was just him and some minor bit players. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Saturday Night Live has a cast of people. And writers. Yeah. And writers. Chappelle's show had some writers, but not a well, ton. It was mostly Dave's fucking Yeah, mind. his ideas. And then, and then Charlie Murphy, get in here, write something for me. Charlie, Charlie Murphy! Tell the story, Charlie Murphy! <laughs> but, yeah, Chappelle's show is... Absolutely one of my all-time favorite shows. Chappelle Show. <laughs> and it, it cracked me up as the seasons went on, and he liked certain musical acts, and he'd just be like, all right, putting them on the show. Yeah. You know. And then he'd stand on stage like he was going to do something with them, and then never did. Yeah, I noticed that. Oh, now the opposite, I've watched the Eric Andre show. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That thing's a disaster, but it's a funny disaster. Well, it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's a mockumentary, not mockumentary, but it's a mocking kind of thing. Although, what's his nuts as funny as shit, though? Oh, Burris? Yes, Plaxico, not Plaxico, but Hannibal Burris, yeah. yeah. He is funny. His timing, his delivery is just perfect. Whack. <laughs> um, you know, I love... His stand-up is so good. Yeah. Bur- I mean, it's just... It's phenomenal. You know who's oversaturated the market and I can't believe it's still a thing is a Burt Kreischer. And I love Burt. I listen to a lot of his shit. I've seen a lot of his shit. But he's like everywhere. Yeah. And I'm also a little upset because I, I sent him a copy of the pilot episode that I wrote of the sitcom and I never heard back. I like took the time and put a physical copy in an envelope and sent it to his his mail. His, he has a mailing address. I never heard anything back, so... It either... I mean, at least tell me if it sucks, Bert. I mean, is that too much to ask? Like, have one of your assistants even send me a note. That, yeah, I read this... Read the read the pilot. Meh. It needs to be punched up a little bit, but it's... We, the, we read the address label and decided it was no good. That's right. A pilot coming from Cass City, Michigan. What, what? the fuck? Be How different you... if it was coming from Deckerville, but... <laughs> and he mailed it through the Deckerville post office. Ugh. Because at the time I worked in, of course, Cassidy. This has a certain uh, certain Letterkenny flavor without being funny. Or Canadian. <laughs> this is like Letterkenny without being funny. Or Canadian. <laughs> or with good punchlines. Yes. 
<laughs> you had those things in, and you're all set. You're on to something, So Ken. give me Canadians, give me Letterkenny, and give me better punchlines, and we're all set. Did you have a hot chick in your episodes? Of course. Fantastic. You have to have the love interest of the main uh, main character, right? Oh, you got to give it up for Justin. He started from the bottom, and he's still a bottom. Uh, and he's still a bottom. I don't like your music, man. I'm not a big fan of it. I listen to some of it. I'm not a fan. I don't like your music. I think it's bad. I think it's bad, man. I don't like it. <laughs> is, is that this Hannibal Buress? Yeah. I hate your music more than Bill Cosby hates my comedy. Uh, <laughs> That's a great line. I hate your music more than Bill Cosby hates my comedy. Oh, oh boy. shit. Oh, I've been having some dreams lately that have been weird, though. Really? Do tell. Uh, just I'm back in Seattle. I mean, doing shit back there. Like, so my mind does this shit where um, all this shit that I fucked up out there, I'm like replaying it in my head. But instead, I'm not fucking up. I'm doing the right, doing well. <laughs> what could have been? Like, not, meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> back in the Emerald City. Meanwhile, back in the Emerald City. Phil conducts himself to make a successful stand-up comedy career instead of throwing it all down the toilet by picking fights with Jay Hollinsworth. Oh, not your best moment. <laughs> no! I mean, not your worst. You I got would, way worse. I but. would like to say that was rock bottom, but it's not. No. No, no. shit! Oh, oh, that's interesting, too. I was, text, I was texting a friend. <laughs> and, um... This is my buddy from New York who I worked with in Philadelphia when I was I was telling him about all the shit I've been through and blah, blah, blah. And you know what he said to me? He's like, dude, you're like a lot stronger than I am. I would have either fucking killed myself or died by now with all the shit you've been through. And I'm like, what the fuck? He said that. He's like, I don't know, all the shit... <laughs> He's like the divorce, losing the jobs, going to jail, losing everything. He's like, I would have just offed myself, and I'm like, oh, fuck! I said I didn't know that was an option. Appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's harsh. <laughs> that was, and I was talking to somebody, another friend. He's like, oh, that sounds like Jay. He's like, yeah, but I probably, if I were you, I probably would have been dead already, too. I'm like, what the fuck? Does everybody think I should just be dead at this point? Oh, God yeah. bless America. And then I'm like, but I have so much going for me. And they're like, uh, Phil, you, uh... Name three. Yeah. Name three. And they're like, you're <laughs> they're like, kids. I'm like, yeah, I love my kids. They're like, you hate your job. You're single. You're fat. You're stupid. Nobody likes you. And I'm like, holy fuck, just stop right there, please. And they're like, you smell funny. And it's not even pastrami. And, yeah, so there we go. Nice. <laughs> so apparently I'm just a fucking asshole. So maybe I should just, maybe I should shift gears. Instead of trying to entertain people and become endearing in their hearts and them to embrace me and love me, I should go the opposite role and just annoy the fuck out of people. That, you're killing it. (laughs) Nailing it. Fucking nailing it, buddy. (laughs) You love to see somebody set a goal and then just Just, overshoot it. Just obliterate it. Just obliterate it. Have you ever heard the Eric Andre thing when he's at the RNC? No. 
Hey, I'm Eric Andre. I'm here at the Republican National Convention. Are you anti-abortion? Our delegation is duly bound because I'm Uncle Abortion. How about I knock you up and we get rid of the dang thing? I'm looking for the uh, transgendered bathtubs in here. I gotta do a number two. Do you have any idea where those are at? Yeah, I'm ready for the Rascal Flats concert later. Rascal Flats. Did you hear the new Rascal Flats song? Which one? It goes flat on my back. I'm a fing rascal. Tickle my tummy. I'm a little asshole. Did somebody just punch him? Uh, uh, no, he just fell down. We're on interview TV. We're interviewing people in the middle of interviews. We're interviewing people in the middle that's of interviews. See, I would say shit like that. No, that's what it, that's what it's called. It's called you're in the middle of an interview TV. Uh, <laughs> What's he taking a leak black on? Black lives bladder. <laughs> black lives bladder. Alex, I just want an interview with Alex. I just want an interview with Alex. Hey, let's bring the Daily Show guy up here. Why can't I? Yeah, bring the guy the in here. He just goes around creating. Is that what's his nuts? I can hear it. He's the guy that is basically borderline retarded. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Alex Jones, yes. Yeah. And I don't use that word very often. Now he's up on stage with Alex Jones. I'm not a uh, Democrat either. I'm a nihilist. I'm, I'm a nihilist. Say what you will, at least it's an ethos. I'm not, I'm, I'm not on the Daily Show. I'm on MySpace. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on MySpace. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <sighs> oh, good old Eric Andre. Oh, no. My kids are huge fans of his. And I, I, I love it, too. I've watched the oh, Eric Andre I, I Show, too. and... You know, At first, I was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever no, seen." Until so, I got what he was trying until to do. You get it. Until yeah. you get it. Then go back and rewatch. Uh huh. And from the beginning, it's just fucking gold. Yeah. Like, so it took me about a seven or eight episodes, and finally, it just. I'm like, I get well, it. Dude, what was he trying to do? At first, he'd bring on celebrities, like decent celebrities. And they would have no idea. They what would the have fuck. no clue, and he'd be sitting there, you know. All of a sudden, a like a cha- or a chainsaw comes up through the desk, <laughs> <laughs> or all of a sudden, a bunch of fucking spiders are fucking crawling about the stage. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it was just absolute absurdity. He's but, making a sandwich. I love that one too. <laughs> you know, I think isn't there one where he like starts jerking off pretty much too, where he's like, I think or so, mock yeah. jerking off, like he's look, looking like he's fucking. He's like, no, no, keep talking. <laughs> You're all right. Keep going. <laughs> uh, keep going. <laughs> Uh, black Scientologists. <laughs> Not a lot of people know this, but L. Ron Hubbard was a black man. <laughs> His real name was L. Ron Hoyabembe. Who do we want? See who? What do we want? Detroit is. This sounds like a diplo. Boop, 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 boop. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do in this life? I don't know. You said you had a masturbation story, and we're almost to the end of this episode. I think I'll save that for the quick trip. Okay. But then it won't be episode 102. That's what's called a teaser. Oh, teaser. Oh, I'll I'll just tell the damn thing. Yeah, you need to this episode, drink. (sighs) So... 
I was working here at the Old Silver Tavern, as I want to do every once in a while. And we have this little, I don't know if you've noticed this little smoking hut out here. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like, you can walk in, there's a little bench there. And, and uh, I'm, I'm working, it's late at night, it's a Friday, it's a Saturday night. It's about 1 o'clock in the morning. Saturday night. And uh, somebody comes in, they're like, um, I'm hearing strange noises coming from the, the smoking hut out there. Say well, all right. I'll go investigate. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile in the smoking hut, back in the smoking hut. So, so I open the door, and there's this fucking chicken, this dude, and she's just fucking going to town, giving him a fucking handy. <laughs> and I say, hey, cut it out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. Cut it out, you know? Gross. And the dude looks me straight in the eyes, because I'm focused on his eyes, because I don't want to look at his junk. Yeah. Right? And he says, no, don't, don't stop. And I see his fucking vinegar strokes. So, so, so my soul is ruined at this point, because I've seen his soul, and it was ugly. And so I just say, I slowly just start to close the door. I'm like, just finish him off and come back into the bar. And I close the door and go about my business. They didn't come back into the bar. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Well, don't, that, don't, don't stop. Have you ever had to look that guy in the eye again? I did, and I, oh. I, I seen it. I'm like, oh, dude. Oh. It'd be one of those things where I'd just look past him, over his shoulder. Like, and I'm not trying to tell anybody how to live their life, but this guy must have been hard up because... I don't judge how dudes look, but he's not a he's a he's a decent looking dude and he's in fairly good shape. She was not. But apparently I huh. mean her hand was all he needed that night. And well, uh, yeah. maybe she was a hand model and <laughs> maybe she was maybe he's like, Oh my god, I've seen you in an isotoner commercial. That is the best manicure I've ever seen. Holy cripes, I want that wrapped around my dick. Were you in the wet and wild uh fingernail polish uh <laughs> Advertisement in the '98 Cosmopolitan Cosmopolitan magazine. That's right, the one with Bette Midler on the cover. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Will you be the wind beneath my wings? I I was always jerking off the Bette's tits, and then all of a sudden I saw that hand, and I'm like, that must wrap around my penis. That's where it's at, baby. No, don't, don't, don't stop! And I'm just like, oh god, (laughs) just finish him, (laughs) just finish him. Just finish him. It's okay. Finish him. That's right. So, so I'm like, just finish up and come back into the finish bar. Him. And I'm going to see. So, so the next time, if you're at the old Silver Tavern, Deckerville, and you're sitting in that old smoking hut, just realize that 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 bench has probably been varnished with a few things that aren't varnish. Don't take a black light. <laughs> I was, I'm thankful it was just a handy though. I'm just. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> she just. I mean. From from the action I caught out of the corner of my eye that she was using, it was sensual. It wasn't like violent. She was she was caringly like stroking. It wasn't like it wasn't like hitting a speed bag. No, no, it wasn't. She wasn't speed bagging it. She was more like um, uh, more like kneading some dough that you want to prepare for some. Maybe you're making a nice noodle homemade noodle soup for your family. Right. So she was really just kneading it very well. Very she was handling the noodle very, very rhythmically. And very sensual, very sensuous, and uh, don't, don't, don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Phil, you can stay. (laughs) You're good, buddy. You can stay. Look me in the eye so I can finish. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
I'm right here with you, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm right okay, you want, okay, 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 okay. She has another hand, you know. <laughs> That's her left hand. It's going to be weird. No, but. It's, it's going to be weird. It's only weird if you make it weird, buddy. Nope, look at me. Look at me. So... So that's the story when I caught somebody, some chick giving a dude a... At least it wasn't... Yeah, it was a chick giving a dude a hand job. It wasn't... Could have been a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Could have been a lot worse. It could have been... Don't, don't, don't stop. And I'm like, It could oh. have been a dude, a pitcher of beer, and like a chicken. That's right. <laughs> I know, <laughs> man. If we sacrifice a live chicken in here, it's going to make a lot of people sick before we play. <laughs> I don't practice Santeria. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh shit. So anyway, yeah, so dude, if you're the dude that got the hand job back there, like I'd love to interview you on the show, man. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me what you were thinking when you looked me straight in the eyes as you fucking eject. So you're gonna relive it with Matt when he gets here? <laughs> We haven't hit the hot gay once yet. <laughs> gay. So we'll ask Matt how his hand job was in the smoker's hut. Actually, let's just hit him with that and see where he takes it. Maybe you were blind, and maybe he, maybe it really was him. Maybe. I don't. Maybe I, you were so focused. Well, if, if you stare th- at his eyes, you might go, "Holy shit, oh, it was him!" Oh God. No, we, we oh, need to see. God. We need to get him to say, "Don't, don't, don't, don't stop, don't." don't d- in the way he said it was just that, that like you know like like there were butterflies you know in his lower abdomen and he was about to there she blows <laughs> he was about to set them free <laughs> something was about to be set free <laughs> so oh, it's, dear you know and I pushed that story out of my psyche because uh, it wasn't now it's fucking hilarious and I was talking to someone the other night, and I was it was uh, Jason McConaughey, and I'm we were talking about the smokers out there, and that story all of a sudden just like came rushing back, and I'm like, oh shit, I have a story for you. <laughs> no way! Oh, yeah, that really happened. I mean, I mean, I some <laughs> uh, so some yeah some. I mean, some dude was, like, getting his dick sucked in here one night. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I think I know where the story goes. Right. <sighs> You're in a bar. There's cameras here. There's whatever. Chicks, if you want to take your tops off, that's fine. But, yeah. Dudes, don't do anything. Just, it's gross. Yeah. Hmm. Nobody wants to see you getting on the job. That's right. No one wants any job to be happening to your penis in here. No. Just keep, keep that thing on unemployment. All penises in this bar shall remain jobless. You know, I stumbled across something here that might be the greatest thing in uh, in literature. Audible.com presents Fifty Shades of Grey, the erotic best-selling novel read by Gilbert Gottfried. Aww. My inner goddess has stopped dancing and is staring too, open-mouthed and drooling <laughs> slightly. Hear it the way it was meant to be heard. Keep still, he orders, and slowly he inserts his thumb inside me, rotating it around and around, stroking the front wall of my vagina. No fisting, he says. 
Anything else you object to? I agree to the fish thing, but I'd really like to claim your ass. Famed voice actor Gil- <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey's fucking hilarious, too. So, Travis Luffler told me one time he'd seen him on spring break when he was down in Florida. Right. And he was, like, the filthiest comedian. And then, oh, if yeah. you look up, like, one of the things in the sidebar here is the fr- filthiest joke ever told. Oh, have you heard that? What yeah. do you call yourselves? The aristocrats. Yes. That's the joke. Yeah. But he, he said it takes uh, the setup. Supposedly, it's um, it's one of the greatest jokes ever told. Yeah. And it says, and it it's a 20-minute set. Like, he does it for 20 minutes. Yeah. And they're fisting and fucking and sucking, and he's just going on and on. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's fucking magnificent. <laughs> Take some time and look up greatest joke Gilbert Godfrey ever the told. The filthiest joke ever told Gilbert Godfrey, the aristocrats. Yep. What do you call yourself? The aristocrats. That's he, fucking he's, great. He is a comedic genius. He is. Of course he is. I mean, you don't look like that and sound like that, be around that long without being a little bit of a genius. He is. He is. So, so we have this whole gaggle of comedians, and like I said, the whole umbrella is... It's it's come together where if you're not under Burt Kreischer or Bill Burr, like Bill Burr is actually over Burt Kreischer, but that's the whole umbrella of how comedians are these days. But some of these OGs, like the David Tells and the Gilbert Godfreys, they're on their own. They don't need anyone. But anymore, if you want to make it in the comedy world, you have to be like endorsed by one of those. Like it's a Godfather like scenario. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. We need to take comedy back. We do. I believe so. For the people, man. And, uh, you know, I like Burt Kreischer. Yeah. But, but he's he is Hollywood, totally man. oversaturated. And, and he's so Hollywood. And the whole Burt the Machine thing is is over. Right. But, like, and then he's not really that funny after that. You got it. I just pulled back the curtain. You did. But, so. no, you're 100%. But Burt is, and the guy is, I've, I've heard his podcast a ton. I've seen his stuff. I've I've like seen a lot of his. I've probably I've probably consumed hundreds of hours of Burt Kreischer stuff. Guy's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. But he's a funny idiot. But he's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, he he's got his comedic chops and all that. But I don't know. But that's part of the charm. But it's worn off. Right. And I I don't know if it's just me that I've just tired of it. The kind of the same thing over and over. Like it's just not entertaining to right. me anymore. But. You know, much like this podcast. Like, Tom Segura is one of his good friends. Tom Segura is cerebral. Yeah. That guy's fucking cerebral. Like, his comedy is, is yeah. comedy that'll... It's like Eric Andre's show. It'll sneak up on you, and you won't get it until you get it. But when you get it, you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, that's funny as shit. Uh-huh. Like, he'll play he'll play a long con, Tom Segura will. Oh, yeah. So... He will go a long way for a joke. Oh, yeah. Ah. So, like... But still, Burt Kreischer, we love you. Uh, Come on the show. Put our podcast on your network. (laughs) Yeah, please. You dullard. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Moron. So one of my favorite things is Gilbert on the roast, the Comedy Central roast. Yeah. Like, he is just ruthless on there. Oh, he is. And very squinty-eyed. Jane Lynch! <laughs> Jane Lynch! Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you can hear the sound of my voice. 
This microphone is covered by the thick layer of pubic hairs that shot from between Jane's teeth. Jesus Christ. During each commercial break, the producers wipe away the pelt of saliva-coated cubes that accumulate upon the mic. <laughs> and each time Jane returns to the stage, she once again sprays a carpet of short, curly hairs all over the microphone. Oh, dear God. My God. My goodness. Uh, he's a legend. And uh, that's, that's not his real voice, but yeah. No. I, I actually, if, if I don't care about the volume that I hit, I can actually do a very good Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Like, really good. Our mice can't take that, though. No, I don't think. There's other people in the bar. If it was you and I here, I'd go across the room and be like, yeah. Yeah. Just like Bobcat. Bobcat Goldwith. He's that guy's funny too. He's actually responsible for a lot more shit than people give him like oh, know about. He does a lot of writing and he producing writes, and stuff. He writes and produces, right? Yeah. I mean he, he is hilarious. Just like the guy who played Booger in uh, Revenge of the Nerds, like he's a fucking brilliant dude. Like he writes a lot of shit. He's a great comedian. Yeah. So hmm. Yeah, never know. polar opposites of us. <sighs> well me. <laughs> Well, I don't write anything now. According to some of my best friends, I should fucking be dead. I should just kill myself. I just end it. <sighs> well, I don't know. I'd like to see us get to 150 episodes before that. Happens. All right, 151. So 151, then I'm out. Well, you gonna do it live on air? We could do a live episode. Yeah, why not? That's uh, why I say, "Hey, man, nice shot." A live episode of the dead. <laughs> it's the night of the living dead. Wait. Don't sue us. <laughs> the night of the not so living. George day. C. Romero, don't fucking sue us. Also, do not send an army of uh, the undead after us. No. Also, copyright patent pending. Boomstick. <laughs> there there go. you go. Now you've got it. Uh, I don't think this episode's been good. It hasn't been bad. But, oh, yeah, it's been an indifferent episode. Well, trying to get our footing back because I, I can't take this much time off from doing fucking not doing podcast. Yeah, I know it was kind of weird to have like that whole week off and be like, <sighs> what do I do with myself? This is fucking bullshit. I almost started another podcast on my own. I did start another podcast, but it but was I, just me talking to myself. Yeah, I was like, so what ground your gears? Uh, Anybody? Bueller. 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 So I actually did have like a couple gears that I shimmed so they would grind each other just so I could be like, what's grinding your gears? I made a little machine, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see That's that. what happens when engineers get bored. All right. Well, we, we should probably wrap this up. <sighs> I was just starting to have fun. And as mediocre. Well, don't, don't fret, my friend. We get to do another one. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you want it all if it's all mediocre? Mediocrity. <laughs> Mediocrity. I I've started uh, instead of doing things medi mediocre. I'm, I'm doing the mediocre. Oh, it's a southern flavor. Yeah, I pack okra with like hot dog innards. <laughs> Why would you bother? Oh, now it's meaty okra. <laughs> just just put the whole fucking hot dog in there. Well, I don't want. I don't want to no, use don't, the. Don't, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dude! If you're listening, I hope you enjoyed that. I mean, you know, the sad part is, is Phil told me off air that he could not tell the difference between her fingers and your unit. I couldn't tell where her fingers started and your unit began. Yeah. I didn't look. <laughs> I didn't. I saw I saw the motion, and I'm like, there's a penis in that hand. No. I'm not going to look. Was she, like, beside him? Like, uh, was this a side? Yeah, like they were him? waiting for the bus. It's fucking weird. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, while maybe efficient, it seems like the least personal way that you could well, do such a Well, to be fair, thing. in her offhand, she had a cigarette. Oh, so it was classy. <laughs> fucking very classy. She's fucking smoking a cigarette and giving him a fucking handy while they're waiting for the bus. I'm going to ash on your dick. <laughs> yeah, baby, go ahead and ash on well, my Well, I dick. assume, I can only assume that's why he didn't get a fucking blowjob, because she wanted to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> that's my assumption. Holy shit. <laughs> See, there's layers to this story. I, and of course... You know I've analyzed this front to back to death almost because it's what I do. But I'm like, why was she smoking a... C-? I'm like, that's why he wasn't getting a blowjob. She wanted to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. I bet you they did play a, ring, a game earlier where she tried to blow smoke rings on it, though. Perhaps. And and she lost, so she had to give him a handy. That's right. I don't... Uh, yeah. All right, but I'm holding my cigarette in my left hand. <laughs> I'm holding my cigarette. Because <laughs> I've got one hand in his pocket. Any other ones flicking a cigarette? <laughs> hey, baby, what do you think about giving me handy? Because she was a heavy smoker, she probably had to use one of those. Yeah, not give me a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> will you? Will you talk dirty to me while you're doing it? Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. Are you getting close? <laughs> How about now? I have bad circulation. <laughs> My hands getting numb. Sorry, my hand's so cold. I haven't had good circulation in that arm in years. <laughs> <laughs> Holy sh! So this is formulated to you folks have actually gotten the curtain pulled back of how you write a joke. Basically, though, this is yeah. a bit we've written a bit. Yeah, without like, writing anything down. Right. <laughs> God damn it. Now, how am I going to remember this? Uh, you can go back and listen to it on Tuesday. Oh. Tomorrow. Why do you have to be so analytical like that? I'm sorry. I'm so analytical. I haven't had circulation in my hands in years. So, folks, here's your homework. For the first time ever, I'm going to assign our listeners homework. Dun, dun, dun. Take the basis of what we've given you. Hand job. Don't. Don't. don't stop. Uh, vinegar strokes. Dude ejacking. Uh, cigarette in offhand. Possibly talk with one of those voice boxes. Write the joke for us and send it to us. We want to see the best one. Carrie Fisher! Thank you for visiting us from the past! When Comedy Central looked at this dais, they 
said we just don't have enough watched up repugnant drug addicted menopausal husbands. Wow. <laughs> It's even funnier because she's dead now. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to hell, aren't I? Yeah, we'll do the the podcast from there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, as we're getting pineapples shoved up our arseholes. So, episode 104 brought to you straight from hell. So, once again, everybody, you have homework. Write that joke. I want to see the best one. Yeah. We'll read it on air. We will. Somebody's got to be able to do better than we do. So that whole that. bit, that whole bit, yeah, you, you got the basis for it. Yep, and just run with it. But Smoky. that is how that is how you write a joke, though. Yes, yes. So we just tend to do it on air. Well, we are improv. Oh yeah. Huh. Hmm. How about that? How about that? Hey, we've charted in four countries, folks. Hell yeah, we have not bragged that up enough. The U.S., Israel. Australia, and now Great Britain. Yeah, buddy. Hell yeah. When we chart in India, shit, yeah, I'm bringing in curry. <laughs> when we chart in India, <laughs> there's probably going to be call centers that use bits from our fucking show to play. <laughs> Thank you for calling AT&T. And then he said, don't, don't, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling Roomba. Please listen to this PSA. And uh, my mom started the Roomba, and it went around and around the room. And I'm like, Mom, it's almost 7.30 on a Monday. And uh, she's like, you got to let that Roomba finish. Don't, don't, don't stop. And I looked into the Roomba's eyes, and I saw its soul. And I was like, when you finish, just come back in the room here and charge. And to be attached to your charger, because obviously you're spent. So, not that you've heard our PSA, what do you think of the, what you call me on the televas? Well, that makes sense, because my damn room would just eject over <laughs> my floor. Everything is whipped up and just spit right back out. <laughs> Fuck. I don't think Roomba's ever going to sponsor our show. Hell, I don't think anybody's ever going to sponsor our show. <laughs> we... Uh, anyway, this has been episode 102. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Pineapple Nipple Arsehole at gmail.com. PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Thank you for listening as always. Share with your friends. Subscribe, like, smash that like button. Subscribe button. Tell people to fuck right the fuck off. We don't fucking care. Make good choices. <laughs> <laughs>